Do you ever have days where you just can't seem to do shit? Days when even the most basic of tasks feels like a huge obstacle and your executive functioning skills just go completely out the window, just plummet. Do you ever feel super overwhelmed? Like you know you're swiftly approaching that point of crash and burn. Do you ever just feel stagnant or stuck? Like things were steady, they were steadily going up and up and up, moving along, and then just bam, plateau. Everything just seems to be at a standstill all of a sudden. Maybe you've experienced an unexpected setback and you feel like all of a sudden you're back at square one. Like all that progress that you just made came crashing down on you. Do you ever feel like you're taking one step forward and two steps back? Have you ever felt like you just completely lose your motivation? You just completely lose your mojo? Do you ever have days where you feel more like yourself on some days and less like yourself on other days? On those days where you don't feel like yourself, how do you feel? What does your self-talk sound like? Do you notice that it's a bit more critical on those days? Do you ever feel that sensation of guilt because you can't seem to perform or complete a task like you normally could or feel like you should have? Do you tend to hold yourself to the same expectations on those rough days as you do on your good days, the days where you feel like your normal self and where the everyday juggling just seems effortless or at least more manageable? Have you ever felt that sense of longing to feel like your regular self again or to be able to do things like you normally would do them? Do you ever find yourself comparing yourself to older versions of yourself? How do you deal with those uncomfortable sensations as they present? How do you tend to approach those days that we just seem to struggle our ways through? What if we could take a long pause or a long break without feeling guilty about taking a step back? Without feeling like we dropped the ball or like we fell short? What if we valued rest, like we value play or like we glorify the daily grind? What if we didn't have to have our sense of self so wrapped up in our ability to perform, so wrapped up in our ability to multitask, and so wrapped up in our ability to handle shit and check all those boxes? What if the measure of a good day wasn't how much you accomplished or how productive you were, but rather how you felt throughout the day, how restful you felt, how peaceful you felt, how playful and joyous you felt? What if we prioritized rest like we prioritize productivity? What if the measure of a good day was just a super fucking chill day, like nothing eventful, nothing crazy, nothing dramatic, just super chill? What if even on our most challenging days, we remember that we still have the tools and the understanding to allow ourselves to experience our circumstances and to allow ourselves to experience our emotions authentically and without judgment? What if we were able to reframe our self-talk, especially on those harder days? And what if we spoke to ourselves with the same encouragement or playful sarcasm that we would speak to our friends or with the same gentleness that we would speak to a child? What if we allowed ourselves the space to be exactly where we are rather than comparing ourselves to where we think that we should be? What if we didn't have to have it all together all the time? What if we realized that we are still just as much ourselves, even on our off days, even when we don't feel like our normal baseline selves, we are still ourselves because there's literally nothing else that we can be. 
What if we just accepted that we feel differently on different days due to any number of reasons or any combination of reasons? What if we allowed ourselves the freedom and the grace to be exactly where we are without judgment, without ridicule, without expectations or comparisons of where we think we should be? What if we allowed ourselves to simply be exactly as we are, exactly where we are? What if we allowed ourselves a little bit more grace on those challenging days? What if we took the time to slow down and to take a break before we approach that point of burnout, before we approach that point of illness, or before those circumstances that make you slow down come crashing down on you? What if we allowed ourselves the space to take a long break, to really slow down and to take a step back if and when we need it? What if the way forward, what if it first appears like a setback or like a step back? So in this episode of Illuminating the Shadow podcast, we are going to be exploring some of these questions and themes a bit further as we shine a light of gentle awareness onto some of these more shadowy aspects of our experience by exploring and examining some of our beliefs and the tendencies we have about motivation and productivity and about recognizing and honoring our body's need to slow down and to rest. Hey there, friends. Welcome back, and thank you for joining me on today's episode of Illuminating the Shadow Podcast with Britt Hampton. I'm Britt Hampton, and I will be your host and guide for our journey today. I am so very grateful that you are joining me on whatever platform you find yourself, and I welcome any feedback, so please feel free to leave me a review with Spotify, Apple, Audible, or wherever else you may be listening today. And if you don't want to miss out on any future content from Illuminating the Shadow podcast, well then I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button if you feel called to do so. If you'd like to continue this deep dive deeper into your own journey of shadow work through self-awareness, personal growth, and self-reflection more in-depth and at your own pace, well then I invite you to check out my Patreon. The link is in my show notes and to possibly consider joining me on there. All right, so first off, I want to take a moment to express my gratitude for you all joining me here on today's podcast episode. I'm so grateful to be here back with you all, and I really cannot emphasize enough how much I truly appreciate your patience with me as I took a little extended hiatus period for myself. So this time of the year tends to be a particularly rough time for me under most circumstances. Um, The holiday season is kind of a sore spot for me personally, and it's one of those times of the year that I struggle a bit more than normal to manage my anxiety and depression symptoms. So just given everything, I'm super surprised and super grateful to be able to reconnect with you at the end of this year. So in the last episode, we spoke quite a bit about coping mechanisms, what a coping skill is, why they're so important, and I talked a bit about how to distinguish between healthy and unhealthy coping mechanisms. And in that episode, I left you all with a solid and applicable list of suggestions for different coping skills and strategies that you could explore in your own time. And I hope you've gotten a chance to do that. If that's something that you think might support you during this time, I invite you to check that episode out. I believe it's called How to Cope When Shit Hits. Um, And so in this episode, we're going to be kind of unintentionally building upon that because I'm going to be sharing with you all a bit about how I've been coping. 
It's been almost six months since the last time I've been on here with any new content for you all. And I really feel like my whole hiatus, it began initially because I was really, really relying heavily upon my own coping mechanisms, many of which I mentioned in the last episode. Um, but I generally, I tend to speak pretty openly about my struggles with anxiety and depression um, in my life. And I tend to speak pretty openly about embracing some of my slower, sadder seasons. And honestly, I wasn't sure what this holiday season was going to look like for the podcast. I wasn't sure how my anxiety and depression and that kind of stuff was going to impact things. Um, But you know how I'm always encouraging you guys to be gentle with yourselves and how I'm always saying that it's okay to be exactly where you are? Well, I had to take some time this year to really just do that for myself. And I really think that that time that I took to slow down and to refocus on my priorities and to reevaluate where my time and energy were going, I took some time to see, you know, if that was really working for me. And this time away, it allowed me to really ground into my routines. It allowed me to focus on my home life, garden season, raising baby chicks, homeschooling my kiddo, getting back into the gym, and balancing all of that, right? It gave me lots of time to think about the kind of mom that I want to be and the kind of friend that I want to be and how I want to show up in life and for the people that I love. And it gave me a lot of time to really indulge in some much-needed self-care. So in a surprising way, that whole hiatus, it was exactly what I needed. And that time away, it was so valuable and so nurturing for me. And I learned a ton, a ton about myself, a ton about this world, just a lot in general. Um, Initially, I did experience some feelings of guilt about being inconsistent with the podcast and new content. And I kind of felt bad. I felt like I was leaving you all hanging. But I really had to take a big step back and a lot of time to myself to really just slow down in order to see my situation more clearly and in order to see my next right steps. And now I'm finally ready to get back on here and to share with you all a bit about what I've learned during our time apart, and a lot of which we're going to be exploring further in season two of Illuminating the Shadow. So I really think that this material today, I think that it's super relevant, and I hope that you relate to it. I think during this time of the year especially, and just during the holiday season in general, this time of the year there tends to be such a big emphasis on closure, out with the old, in with the new. There tends to be this recurring theme of ending things on a high note, or going off with a bang, or tying up those loose ends and wrapping up the year in a nice neat bow. And I get it, like if that's your jam, that's totally cool. But I think for a lot of us, I feel like there's this sense of forced optimism. I feel like there's all this bullshit pressure about being grateful and being merry and everyone's all like, it's the most wonderful time of the year, blah, blah, blah. And yes, those are lovely emotions if you feel that way. There's nothing wrong with feeling how you feel if you feel otherwise. And I think that that's really important to remember too. So in this episode of Illuminating the Shadow podcast, I hope to facilitate a safe space for you all to 
really examine your relationship and your beliefs about slowing down, about taking a break, those periods of adjustment and readjustment that we all experience through times of transition. And it's my intention that this material serves you, that it supports you in your own journey of personal growth and in self-awareness. And in this episode, I want to really encourage you to explore some of your own pre-existing beliefs and the natural tendencies that you have when you're faced with those periods of stillness, when you're forced to slow down, where you struggle to slow down, maybe even those times where you're knocked on your ass and you have to slow down and really reconsider how you go about pursuing your course from here. All right. So as we act to shine a gentle light of awareness upon some of these more unseen corners of our human experience, well, then we can draw our awareness to what needs healing, to what needs our attention, and to what needs careful examination. And as we explore these topics and scenarios today, I want to really encourage you to be gentle with yourself because this kind of self-awareness, it's really hard, especially at first, and especially if it challenges what you believe to be true. But I can assure you that it does get easier over time and with practice. This kind of work, it's worth the discomfort and you are worth the work. And this kind of work, it's really important because through our awareness, through our acts of reflection of our own personal needs, While this work allows us to develop our own discernment, it encourages us to develop and to foster trust in ourselves, trust in our own intuition, and trust in our processes. And through which we learn to value and to trust in our own internal validation rather than relying on that validation from others. And we learn to trust in our body's cues and signs to better meet our needs and to care for ourselves better. So as we work to honor ourselves and our needs through this work, well, then we can begin to take our power back and we can break some of these unhealthy patterns and cycles and beliefs as we see that they are no longer serving us. By reflecting upon and reframing some of our pre-existing beliefs, patterns, and tendencies around our ideas of productivity balanced with rest, we can come to better understand our own value systems, our needs, And what motivates us to meet these needs? And we can come to better understand ourselves in the process. When we honor our own internal processes and when we trust in our body's wisdom to guide us, well, then we have the capacity to break down any habits, tendencies that we see are no longer serving us. And from there, we can firmly step into our own power and we can begin to rewrite some of these stories and narratives that we tell ourselves And we can transform some of these beliefs that we hold. So for our journey today, all you will need is a curious mind, an open heart, and a willingness to offer yourself some super gentle awareness. All right? I should warn you that the shadow work, it's challenging hard work. And this work in self-awareness and personal accountability and in being mindful of your patterns and your tendencies it's really hard work, okay? And slowing down, taking a step back, super hard work, especially if these concepts are completely new to you or especially if they challenge some of the beliefs that you currently have. 
And so some of you may not be ready yet to entertain all the information that I'm going to be presenting to you today. And that's okay. For some of you, I will just be planting little seeds, little seeds of awareness. And if you're not ready to nurture and to grow those seeds, that's okay. They will rise up and they will grow at a later time when you are ready. And I want to assure you that no matter where you find yourself, just know you're exactly where you're meant to be. And there is no shame in taking time and in allowing your own processes in getting there. So with that being said, let's get into it. Do you ever have days when it feels like even the most basic of tasks feels like a huge obstacle? Do you ever have days where you struggle to find the motivation, even to do the things you enjoy? Do you ever feel like you could really use a nap, right? But you got to get this and this and this done first. Or maybe you prefer to save your more enjoyable tasks as a reward for a job well done. Do you ever feel more like yourself on some days and less like yourself on other days? On those days where you don't feel like yourself, how do you feel? On those days where you don't feel like yourself, do you ever feel that sensation of guilt rising up because you can't seem to perform a task as you normally would or you don't have the patience you feel like you should have? Do you tend to hold yourself to the same expectations on those rough days as you do on those days where you feel like yourself, where the juggling seems effortless or at least more manageable? Or maybe you feel a kind of sense like a longing to feel like your old self, like a longing to feel like your regular self again. How do you tend to approach those days that we just seem to struggle through? Do you have any coping skills that you employ to deal with these situations as they come up? What do your actions look like on those more challenging days? Do you find yourself reluctantly pushing through your day, powering through your tasks and your to-do lists? Or maybe on those harder days, you find that your tasks drop to the bare minimum and maybe you take a mid-morning nap to recalibrate yourself. Do you find that you rest a bit more on the days that are harder for you to make your way through? Or maybe you find that you zone out a bit more on those days. Maybe you notice that you tend to go about your day feeling a little bit more detached. How do you tend to approach those days that we just seem to struggle our ways through? Do you torture yourself with an ongoing internal monologue, listing off all the things you should be doing or you should have done by now? There are no wrong or right answers here, okay? This is just a simple little exercise in self-awareness. So we live in this society that puts such a high emphasis on the grind, on the hustle. We really glorify this idea of getting shit done. And many of us even have a tendency to base our self-worth on our ability to perform and to produce results. We base our self-worth on our ability to handle shit and to make shit happen. And then the times that we fall short of our own expectations, well, we can be pretty hard on ourselves sometimes. We live in this culture of instant gratification and hyper productivity where we're all racing towards the next big goal or milestone. Work hard, play hard mentality. We wear our stress like a badge of pride. Growing up in a society that conditions us from an early age to persevere, strive, push through the pain, maximum effort, go hard or go home, right? We are culturally conditioned to 
maximize our productivity with a sense of urgency. And we live in the society that glorifies this hustle. It praises the grind, praises the perseverance and all the hard work while condemning burnout and demonizing rest. And we have so many different terms that we use regularly to demonize rest. We call it lazy. We call it unmotivated. We call it sluggish. We call it complacency. But in doing so, we fail to acknowledge that rest is a natural part of growth. We aren't supposed to be on full blast handle ship mode all the time. It isn't fucking sustainable. So why is that our expectation? To go, 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 full beast mode, full blast all the time. I mean, nature has its seasons. So do we. Perseverance, motivation, consistency, they are all great and wonderful qualities. Okay, they are. But they cannot be sustained at a maximum capacity indefinitely forever. Progress isn't sustainable if it's not balanced by rest. It isn't sustainable to just go, 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 go all the time. And that really, that shouldn't be the expectation because not only is it unrealistic and impractical, but it literally sets you up for disappointment. It sets you up for failure. Nothing in nature can continue on indefinitely on full blast without rest, without slowdown, without periods of downtime, okay? Your car isn't going to go full speed forever. Eventually, you're going to need to gas that bitch up. And if you need to do routine maintenance on your car, you need to let it cool down first, right? So literally nothing in nature can continue on indefinitely on full blast without rest. So why do we think that we are the exception to this? What if we could take a long pause? What if we could take a long break without feeling bad about taking that step back? What if we could take a break without feeling like we dropped the ball or like we missed the mark or like we fell short? What if we valued rest just as we value play, just like we glorify the grind? What if we didn't have to have our sense of self-worth so wrapped up in our ability to perform, so wrapped up in our ability to multitask, and so wrapped up in our ability to handle shit and to check all the fucking boxes? What if the measure of a good day wasn't how much you accomplished or how productive you are, but rather how you felt throughout the duration of the day, how restful you felt, how peaceful you felt, how creative you felt, how playful and joyous you felt? What if we prioritized rest like we prioritize productivity? What if the measure of a good day was simply a super chill day? Nothing crazy, nothing eventful, just a super mellow chill day. What if even on our most challenging days, we remember that we have the tools and we have the understanding to allow ourselves to experience our circumstances fully and to experience our emotions authentically and without judgment? In a society that demands results and that glorifies the hustle and the grind, rest is an act of rebellion. Rest is a rebellious act. What if we rebelliously allowed ourselves the fucking rest that we need as we need it before we hit that point of burnout? My little six-month hiatus that I took, 
it initially started because life was kicking my ass, okay? Things were crashing down all around me and it all really hit this pinnacle when I ended up in the hospital alone with my daughter who has some special needs. And so it was a pretty scary and traumatic time for us, okay? It was one of those times when I wasn't really listening to my body's cues. I wasn't listening to my body's need to slow down. I was powering through, I was checking the boxes, I was meeting the deadlines, until I wasn't, until it all came fucking crashing down, like it does sometimes. I initially started to take a conscientious step back and I started to move really, really, really slow because my anxiety and my depression symptoms were so debilitating that super slow was literally the only way I could do anything, okay? My body was exhausted. I was dragging through the motions. Everyday tasks were daunting, draining, and had me full of dread, and everything was taking me double or triple my normal time to complete. Easy things like feeding the chickens, like washing my hair, giving my kiddo a bath, or doing the dishes. Everything was so slow, And at that time, that was literally all I was capable of. That was all I could do. So that's what I did. And to be honest, I'm still taking things super slow. I'm still moseying through my day-to-day tasks, okay? And I'm not beating myself up about it anymore because it turns out I really, really, really enjoy and I prefer a slower pace. It turns out that I really don't like feeling rushed. I really don't like the chaos of urgency. There was a time in my life where I thought that it motivated me, but not these days, okay? And I'm finding that, yes, things take me a bit longer with this slower pace of mine, but I feel better in my body and I feel better about myself. And I'm learning that rest, it doesn't have to be earned. It is a given, okay? So I've come to feel pretty good and almost like a sense of entitlement towards the sense of rest and peace that I've managed to give myself. And somewhere in embracing the discomfort of slowing down, I ended up finding a gentle sense of steadiness within myself that is reflected now within my daily lifestyle. And so I could tell you firsthand There is so much value, so much value in slowing down. And sometimes we really need to slow down. We need to slow down and take a step back to reflect upon where we find ourselves. Sometimes we need to take a step back and slow down in order to properly assess the situation more accurately and to figure out your next right steps. Sometimes you need to slow down and you need to reflect upon where you're putting your energy and the areas of your life that feel unbalanced or that feel neglected. And as you begin to notice the areas of your life that require a little bit more of your time and attention and you slow down and reflect, well, you can see the changes that you need to make. As you begin to slow down and reflect, you can begin to see what is present in your life, what is taking up space, time, energy, and resources. And as you slow down and reflect, you can begin to ask yourself, is that serving you? As you begin to reflect, you can begin to see more clearly where you want to be and how to get there. And sometimes you need to slow down and really take a minute to reconnect with yourself in order 
to connect with your needs and reconnect with your priorities. And sometimes the things that we view as setbacks, the things that we view as detours or as bumps in the road, they actually provide us with the very medicine that we need. All right. So discernment is super, super, super important. Discernment is super important when it comes to recognizing when it's time to slow the fuck down. So how do you know when it's time to slow the fuck down? Well, your body warns you. Just like hunger cues, your body will let you know when it's time to chill your fucking roll. And when you start to get tired, you yawn, right? You experience stress, you experience fatigue, you experience exhaustion all before you hit that point of burnout, okay? Burnout is what happens when you continuously ignore your body's more subtle cues that it's time to slow down. Burnout is totally preventable if we recognize our body's needs and if we respond to them in a timely manner. If you recognize that stress and you respond to it, when you see that fatigue, do a little self-inventory, check yourself, you know, what small changes can you make before you hit that point of exhaustion, before you hit that point of burnout. Discernment is also really important when it comes down to recognizing when it's time to hold tight, when it's time to reach and hustle towards that goal, when it's time to like grasp and knowing when it's time to release your death grasp on your illusion of control and to just let shit go, okay? Know when to hold tight and know when to let go. Do you struggle to slow down? Does not having a plan stress you out? Well, I want to encourage you to try to sit with that discomfort of not knowing what to do or what comes next. I want to encourage you to try to sit with the discomfort of acknowledging that even the best laid plans are subject to change. I want to encourage you to sit with the discomfort of not having it all together. I want to encourage you to try to sit with the discomfort of those more slow, still, and seemingly stagnant times. I want to encourage you to try to sit with the discomfort and the uncertainty that these slower times tend to bring up for us. And I want to encourage you to get comfortable with that discomfort. It's okay to stumble. It's okay to fall. And it's okay to pick yourself up when and if you feel ready. Okay? So sometimes you need to slow down and really take a minute to just reconnect with yourself in order to reconnect with your needs. Sometimes you need to slow down to give yourself time to acknowledge, embrace, to accept, and to process your emotions and your experiences. Sometimes meeting our own needs, it requires a long pause, a break, or a hiatus. Sometimes meeting our own needs requires purging and releasing old belief systems, old habits, and old relationships. Sometimes meeting our own needs requires unlearning what we think we know and trying new ways of going about things. Sometimes when we lose the motivation to pursue or to push on, that's because it's our body's way of telling us that we need to slow the fuck down. When we experience fatigue, 
or what we perceive as laziness, that's our body telling us to slow the fuck down. When you're experiencing a lack of motivation, that's an indication for you to slow down. When we experience exhaustion, that's our body's way of screaming at us that this is your final warning. It's time to slow down. Okay, so our body is constantly telling us the ways in which we're managing and balancing our tasks and priorities, whether or not it's sustainable or whether or not we need to reevaluate it. And it's when we fail to listen to our body. If we continue pushing past our personal limits and neglecting our own internal cues, our body's more subtle cues, and we continue actively pursuing whatever we think we need to do, it catches up with us. If we don't get the rest we need, it catches up with us. If we keep striving and striving to pursue our goals in a way that isn't sustainable and we neglect our body's needs and signals it's giving us that we need to rest, that's when we get sick. That's when we get injured. That's when we hit that burnout point and we come crash and burning, right? When we fail to acknowledge our body's cues indicating when it's time to slow down, That's when something always seems to happen that forces you to slow down, that makes you slow down, okay? So that's why it's super important to listen to your body, to feel your emotions. Give yourself permission to listen to yourself and to listen to the deep wisdom of your wise body, allowing your body to act as your own internal compass and allowing that to guide you through this process and through this work. It's really important to understand that this kind of work, this kind of change, it often brings up feelings of discomfort, feelings of resistance, those growing pains. But here's the thing, real change always resorts in some level of discomfort, okay? Discomfort is just a natural part of the process. So if you find yourself experiencing some feelings of discomfort, some feelings of apprehension or fear or doubt, I want to assure you that's totally normal, okay? These uncomfortable feelings, they're to be expected, and they're not an indication that you've done anything wrong. These uncomfortable feelings are indicating to you that a change is afoot, okay? A shift is occurring. So try not to be discouraged if you experience some of those feelings, okay, of discomfort. It's normal for things to fall apart before they come together. And sometimes the things that we perceive as setbacks or the things that we perceive as shortcomings, they actually provide us with the very medicine that we need. Sometimes those things that look like a step back, they're actually the way through, okay? And sometimes we need that step back in order to move forward, okay? Um... Next thing that's super important to remember, I think I mention this pretty often, you have to remember that you can only manage and control what is within your ability to manage and control. You can only control your own inner resources, what you choose to prioritize, what you choose to put your energy and your resources into, how you spend your time, where your attention goes. You can manage and you can control your own inner workings your emotions, your ability to process your experiences, your ability to hold space and gentleness for yourself. You can manage and control your attitude and your awareness, okay? And it's really important to understand and to know what is within your scope of control and what isn't and to operate within those parameters because 
when you're able to operate within an awareness of what is within your control and what isn't, well, you don't feel like a victim of your circumstances. You don't feel powerless like things are happening to you because you know what's within your ability to impact and you operate from there. You know what is yours to carry and you operate from that place. Okay? So one of the big things that is within your realm of control and that is pretty handy in all the slowing down business is being mindful about your self-talk, being mindful about your inner dialogues. So when you think about your more challenging days, what does your self-talk sound like? On days where you don't feel up to your baseline or you don't feel like your normal self, do you notice that it's a bit more critical? When you reflect on your own self-talk and inner dialogue, is it generally helpful or supportive? Does it tend to be discouraging? Is it straight up abusive? Would you speak to a small child the way you speak to yourself? Would you speak to a good friend the way that you speak to yourself? There are no wrong or right answers here. I just want to really encourage you to explore your self-talk, explore your inner dialogues with a sense of curiosity rather than approaching it as anything too definitive or conclusive, right? So if you find that your self-talk is unhealthy or that it's not supportive or even harmful, how can you reframe that unhelpful self-talk in a way that is honest but more gentle? So I want to challenge you to catch yourself the next time you find yourself slipping into an unhealthy pattern of self-talk. I want to challenge you to challenge that belief by offering yourself some radical non-judgment and gentle awareness. So if you find that your self-talk has a judgmental tone, perhaps you challenge that self-talk and reframe it a bit. And as you begin to challenge and explore your self-talk, I want to encourage you to approach it with a sense of curiosity, okay? Rather than thinking in black and white extremes or using if or if then logic, okay? Approach it with a sense of curiosity, all right? If you notice that you use the word should often in your self-talk, I want to suggest just bringing your awareness to that, okay? Because here's the thing about that word, should. It is defeatist in nature. It implies that you've done something wrong, regardless of whether you have or you haven't. So if should is a word that comes up for you often, I want to encourage you to explore that. I want to encourage you to explore how you use the word should. Okay? Explore when you use the word should. How does it make you feel? And as you notice it coming up in your inner dialogues, I want to challenge you to catch yourself as you're using it and to challenge it. Should you? Is that true? Is it fucking necessary? Is it helping to motivate you? Because if it's not, don't use it. It's not helpful. Okay? I want to also encourage you to... Make some time for some introspection on a regular basis. Make some time to reflect, okay? To do a little personal inventory and to reflect often. You know, what is working for you? What is working for you still? What could use some adjustment or some improvement? Does your time and efforts, do they reflect your values? Does your time and efforts reflect what you truly prioritize and what's important to you? Is how you're using your time and energy, is it sustainable? Is it sustainable for you in the short term? Is it sustainable in the long term? 
What things, what activities, hobbies, and people do you wish you had more time for? And what small changes can you make so that your time and your energy could be utilized a little bit better in a way that better reflects what you prioritize and what you value? Okay, I also want to mention self-care is especially helpful during times of change, during times of challenge, and during times of transition. So think about what do you do to care for yourself? Do you check in with yourself often to see how you're feeling or how you could better meet your needs? What do you do to relax? What do you do to nourish yourself? What do you do to incorporate play into your life or creativity into your life? What do you do to recharge and recalibrate yourself? What do you do to fill up your own cup? What do you do to support yourself and to meet your own needs? And remember, there are no wrong or right answers here. This is just a little exercise in awareness. I want to really encourage you, perhaps in your own time, to begin to reflect upon your journey and how it's led you here, how it's led you right here to this place in time. And as you begin to reflect upon your journey thus far, your journey and awareness of your own perfect timing, your own pacing, and recognizing your own body's needs to slow down. I want you to reflect, reflecting upon where you've been, where you are now, and where you want to go from here. And perhaps you begin to reflect upon some of the changes that you would like to make in your life. Perhaps in your own time, you find yourself ready to really explore some of these hard questions, some of these areas of your life that could benefit from a little awareness and maybe even a little reevaluation of your energy and your priority and your your own needs and your beliefs regarding productivity and rest. And I want to encourage you to be really gentle with yourself and be gentle with what comes up for you, okay? Because this is really challenging work. I know I gave you a lot to consider today. And so I want to again remind you to allow yourself some grace. Give yourself some time to process and to digest this new information. And I want to encourage you to really take some time to reflect and to process and to maybe consider some of this material later in your own time. I really hope that today's episode that I challenged you to reflect upon some of your own beliefs, some of your tendencies and behaviors regarding the ways in which you understand the value of rest and the act of slowing down. And I hope that this discussion that encourages you to maybe re-examine and reevaluate some of the ways that you respond to stress and reflect upon the ways that your body calls you to rest, that it calls you to slow down. And perhaps this process includes some reflection and maybe even a little bit of learning and unlearning, right? This kind of work in radical self-awareness and in really looking at some of those more challenging parts of our human experience, well, it definitely takes some patience and gentleness and conscious effort and maybe even some reframing and relearning on our parts. And that's okay. That's to be expected. This work with self-awareness and this radical kind of self-advocacy, it's like a muscle. And the more you use it, the stronger it gets and the easier it gets to use. So as you continue to reflect upon your past experiences and examples of the times that you face challenges, that you face setbacks and unexpected detours, the times that you've been forced to slow down or to take a step back, perhaps you begin to question whether or not some of your previous behaviors and beliefs about how you meet life's stresses and challenges. Perhaps you begin to question 
whether or not they still serve you. And if you find that they are not serving you any longer or that they're no longer sustainable and you're ready to release yourself from their grasps, well, maybe it's time to begin considering really putting this work into practice by taking a radical step back in order to assess your situation more clearly, in order to figure out where you want to go from here, and perhaps slowing the fuck down if that's what would support you at this time. Rest is an act of rebellion in a society like ours, in a society that demands results and glorifies the grind Rest is a rebellious act, and I invite you to take it as and when you need it. I am so grateful to have this time to share with you a bit today, and I really hope that this episode of Illuminating the Shadow podcast, I really hope that it resonates with you. And I really hope that there is at least one thing that you could take away from this episode and perhaps ponder on your own time. I'm so grateful that our paths crossed when they did because this work, this life, this world, it's hard and it's full of hard work. And now that we found each other here, well, we don't have to do this hard work alone. And so I really hope that this episode, that it served you in some way and that it supported you. And if it did, well, then I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button if you feel called to do so. I also encourage you to keep a lookout for next week's meditation episode that corresponds with this one. That episode is designed to help us integrate some of this work here and some of just the loveliness of slowing down. So that episode will be out next Wednesday. And if you find yourself encouraged to continue to deep dive a bit further into your own personal journey and self-awareness, through shadow work, through self-awareness, and through this deep reflection and inner work, well then, I invite you to keep a lookout for my Patreon, which is now live, and to consider possibly supporting me on there as a patron. On there, I'll have bonus episodes, exclusive content for my subscribing patrons only, geared towards supporting you in your own sacred journey inward with tools and resources that you can use at your own pace. So if that's something that interests you, I encourage you to keep a lookout for that. And the link will be included in my show notes. Until next time, this is Illuminating the Shadow with your host and guide, Britt Hampton. And I'm here to tell you that there is power in your voice and that there is medicine in your story.